Hello, 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 and welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I am your host, Haim Roche, and I am here to be able to have a conversation with you that I believe will help you to be able to focus on the greatness that is within you. Thank you all for coming on on tonight. Um, I am so excited about this conversation. I want you to do me a favor before we go any further, make sure that you take the time to share, like, and follow. And for those that are watching on uh, YouTube, make sure that you're not only sharing and liking, but make sure that you do me a favor and that you subscribe. If you have not already, make sure that you subscribe. I want to make sure um, also for all of you that are um, that are listening in, you can make sure that you join me also um, on my YouTube page. You can be able to subscribe to that as well as follow me on my uh, Facebook page, Instagram handles. All of that information is in the information below. I also want to take the time to do this and thank those that have been um, so donating and supporting and financially sewing into the Focus on Greatness podcast. Um, for those that are on and that are listening and that want to be able to do that as well and to be able to help, there is three ways that you can be able to do that. The one, the first way that you can do it is by cash app. That is by dollar sign, focus on greatness. And greatness is spelled G-R-E-A-T-N-S. Again, so that's focus, dollar sign, focus on greatness, G-R-E-A-T-N-S. The second way that you can be able to donate and support this platform is by Venmo, and that is at focus on greatness. That's all the way spelled out. Again, that's at Venmo, at focus on on greatness. And for those that love to be able to mail things in and be able to send things that way, you can do that as well. So you can be able to mail us at 2904 East Stan Sluter, and that's S-C-H-L-U-E-T-E-R, loop, box number one at Colleen, Texas, 76542. Again, that's 2904 East Stan Sluter, and Sluter is spelled S-C-H-L-U-E-T-E-R, loop, box number one in Colleen, Texas at 76542. I also want to make sure for those that are watching live and for those that are also um, watching live on Facebook or on YouTube, you can also make sure that you are following the podcast and being able to listen to these conversations on the go, um, on your personal time. If you're you know, out doing different things or whatever, you can be able to listen to this on the go. And so you can be able to do it through Spotify, through Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and a whole different litany of different places that you could be able to find this podcast on, this platform on, that I know and pray will be able to be a blessing to you. So before we go any, any, any further, make sure again that you are sharing, that you are liking, that you are following. Please share this with at least one or two of your friends. I see some of my people coming on um, right now. Do me a favor. Before we dive into this conversation, I want you to make sure that you are sharing this, sending this out um, so people can know and acknowledge and know that we are on. Again, make sure that you are liking. That helps with the algorithm um, to be able to show uh, these different platforms, Facebook, YouTube, and all of these different platforms 
that this is a content that is effective, that you actually like, um, which helps to be able to reach and impact more people and notify more people as we continue to go along. Um, I want to be able to do this before we take this small little break. I want to share um, in reference to what we're going to be dealing with. And we've been dealing with this conversation. This is actually going to be part two of a conversation that we started on our last um, podcast and time together. Um, We've been looking at this thing dealing with judgment, really answering, I believe, some questions we'll be able to deal with, answering some questions um, and, and hitting this thing, surely this major context of conversation that we've all heard, um, you know, you can't judge me, only God can judge me, those different things, but really looking at how did Jesus actually deal with this context that will be able to help us to be able to do it the way, one, that God wants us to be able to do it but then be able to get the type of help that is needed for our future. So do me a favor again, like, share, and follow, and I'll be right back right after this commercial. I remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost-efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing. With Anchor, I found that. I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved uh, when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Now, with this, the thing that I'm I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or I might need to do it in my car. So I'm able to use record on my cell phone. I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer. So for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product. But also, if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, anchor is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome to the team. Now, the Salt Society is a family-owned um, business, and it is an online um, clothing business that is able to be able to meet the needs from both the urban um, community as well as dealing with in reference to urban clothes, athleisure clothing, um, t-shirts, uh, sweat sweatpants, sweat clothing, um, different things like that, as well as casual wear that you can be able to wear in your everyday today, taking someone out to eat or um, just wanting to be able to be comfortable um, doing different things around your day-to-day -day type form. You can be able to go to www dot thesaltsociety.co um, and be able to check their website out, be able to enjoy the clothing and the things that they have there. Also, um, they do give a 10% discount if it's your first time buying. So again, go to thesaltsociety.co and be able to get your items from there. So let's dive into this conversation. I am truly so excited about um, this conversation on tonight. I'm excited about what we are going to be talking about 
And again, dealing with part two of this conversation that we already had started on previous times, started before. And so what I want to be able to do uh, is before we dive into this conversation, first things first, part two. Two, I want us to be able to do something. And I was uh, after our last time together, I had uh, took some time and opportunity to be able to look at some things. I was scrolling on to my Facebook page and things to that nature. And I ran across a video that I believe addresses and talks to this conversation that we are having. So do me a favor. I want you to be able to look at this. And before I dive into this, I want to say thank you. Um, to Larry Relive, allowing me to be able to utilize this video. He's an effective man of God. Um, and if you haven't heard him, go check him out. Go look him up. Um, he's he's a very powerful man of God. And he allowed me to be able to use this clip for what we're going to be talking about tonight. So check this video out and I'll be right back and we'll dive into this conversation. Make sure you're sharing. I promise you, you do not want your friends or family to miss this conversation. Here you go. Uh, I don't questions answered uh, as much as a comment and uh, this is just maybe just a different perspective I don't believe that this is about women I believe that this is about a larger culture within the church I believe that we learn how to do church and when we learn how to do church we learn institutionalized hypocrisy is not the person who fornicates and comes to church. It's the one who fornicates, comes to church and says, I don't fornicate. And what we have created as a culture in the church is a culture where you can't be honest. It shouldn't take courage for her to tell her story. But the culture has created an environment where she has to muster up the courage and then look for supporters to just tell the truth. But in the church, because we are so first sin conscious, devil conscious, rule conscious, then everything becomes a cover up then. Because then, if I don't cover it up, you'll tell me I'm not saved. You'll say I don't have the Holy Ghost. You'll say that God's not dealing with me or God's not using me because I didn't meet all of the rules or I don't fit the culture. When in fact, the culture was supposed to be, now y'all can correct me if I'm wrong about this, where before he ever says, uh, uh, the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. He starts by saying, confess your faults one to another and then pray for each other that you might be healed. The inference there is that the church should be a culture where you can feel free to come and say, I love God, but I got this issue. I got the Holy Ghost. I'm struggling with this. I'm called to be a prophet, an apostle, a bishop, a pastor, but I'm still struggling with this, this, and this. And nobody judged me, but everybody prayed for me because they recognize that 
my struggle isn't your struggle. Yes. I got a struggle. I got a struggle. But what we have specialized in is playing the game. So everybody knows when to quicken, and everybody knows when to hanamashah, and everybody knows how to carry themselves like the bishop, like the apostle, like this whatever, in front of people. But you have all of these demons behind closed doors. And I'm not talking about spirits. When I say demons, I'm talking about thoughts. Right, all right, all and right. Um, so automatically, I hope a lot of us that are watching this and listening to this, we see that this dynamic of the conversation that we're going to have tonight is very powerful. And I believe that one of the things that I want us to be able to all to understand and see is that one of my responsibilities, or one of the things that I am wanting to do and being able to believe that God has called me to be able to do is to be able to help people help people not only be able to do life and to do these different things and to develop in life, but also to be able to heal the way that they need to. So before we dive in some more, I want you to do me a favor, please. If this is already blessing you, I know it's hitting some people already, but do me a favor and make sure that you share, make sure that you're, don't just give me off, give me a thumbs up. Just throw me a thumbs up and some hearts as we continue into this conversation. So let's look at our base conversation, our base scripture for this conversation that we're going to be having tonight. So it is in Matthew's chapter seven, Matthew's chapter seven, verses one through five. The passion translation is what we're looking into. So let's read this together. It says this, it says, refuse to be a critic full of bias towards others and judgment will not be passed on you. You will be judged by the same standard that you've used to judge others. The measurement you use on them will be used on you. Why would you focus on the flaws in someone else's life and yet fail to notice the glaring flaws of your own? How could you say to your friend, let me show you where you're wrong when you're guilty of even more? You're being hypocritical and a hypocrite. First, acknowledge your own blind spots and deal with them, and then you're be, you'll be capable of dealing with the blind spots of your friend. We're going to focus in again on verses five. You're being hypocritical and a hypocrite. First, acknowledge your own blind spots and deal with them, and then you'll be capable of dealing with the blind spots of your friend. Now, we, we, we are looking at this context because what he's saying is, and this, this is why we named this and entitled this First Things First, is because in this verses five, throughout this context from, from chapter five, Matthew chapter five, six, and chapter seven, we see what Jesus is doing. This is again, his sermon on the Mount. And so this is the entry of Jesus's teaching. And he's, he's really um, aligning some things and, and fixing some things in some different areas. And we, and we see how he's doing that throughout these different forms. Well, while he's doing this, he hits into chapter seven. In chapter seven, as we see, he starts off by making this statement judge not 
<laughs> judge not or you will be judged. And then he goes through these different pieces. Well, in verses five, he tells you how to be able to do it the correct way. He tells you in verses one, this is what I don't want you to do. He's, he's, he's aligning and allowing you to be able to see all the different places of where we have done this wrongly. But then in verses five, he gets into this point And this is what he says again, you hypocrites. You hypocritical people, listen, I want you to do this first. I want you to acknowledge, look at, deal with the problem that you have yourself. And then after you deal with that problem, then you'll be able to effectively help your brother in his problem, in his situation. So what I wanted to do, the reason why I believe that that video that we just watched was effective for what we're going to be talking about tonight and I want you to conversate with me. I want you to communicate back with me. I want you to talk with me in this conversation. I don't want you to lose me. I don't want to lose you because I, I want to make sure that in this conversation, we're talking about this because the mindset that I thought about is this, is if Jesus is saying that the first thing that he wants us to do is to be, be able to acknowledge or deal with the thing that's within us, the thing that is that we are struggling with, that we're dealing with, then the question comes which this man answered, the question comes then is, why are we not dealing with our own thing? And I believe a lot of the reasons why we are not first acknowledging or dealing with our own stuff. Again, first things first, the reason why we are not dealing and acknowledging our own scenario and our own problem and our own issue is because of this factor, is because we have there there is a, a forum around us that tells us that being honest with someone or being able to have someone that you can be honest and transparent with about what you're struggling with, about which are what's going on with you about all of those things acknowledging that thing in within you is a bad thing it's something that you have to be able to hide it's it's a persona that you have to continue to keep up it's something that you don't want to be able to deal with well while we're not dealing with this scenario we're we we have now been conditioned and trained in this aspect of where we're doing what jesus says in this scripture we're becoming hypocritical because why we're not dealing with the thing or even trying to look at and deal with the thing that we are struggling with which then we are living a life trying to be able to fix everybody else's issue, deal with somebody else's problem without first acknowledging that we have an own. Now, in this context of scripture, one of the things that Jesus is talking about or talking to is he's he's dealing with this thing where you had in the in the in their time, you had where people in their in that time were literally um uh you have you have these Sadducees and these these Pharisees where they were religious leaders, and because of their position, because of their posture and all of those different things, they were looking down upon other people that were per se, quote unquote, not like them, that were that were in in different bubbles that were in different forums that were beneath them in some form of fashion. That's what they thought. And now Jesus is dealing with this because he's saying, look, you're dealing with them based upon their sin, their struggle or things that they're going through. But you're 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 setting standards for them that you yourself is not even living by. But but even but you're doing it in areas that you feel like that you're strong in. So you are condemning them. You're not you're not helping them, but you're condemning them. And what Jesus is trying to get us to see or even get them to be able to see at this point of time 
as he uh, he's wanting them to recognize and wanting them to be able to see. Now, the problem and the issue is not that you're not that you're trying to help your brother. No, that's not the problem. The problem is that you're not that you're helping your brother without compassion. We talked about this last time. You are helping your brother or sister without compassion. You're, you're, you're just being judgmental. And this is not what Jesus is telling us to be able to do. He's not telling us to be judgmental. He's saying, I need you to be helpful with compassion. Again, I'm going to say it again. He's not saying, I want you to be judgmental. No, he's saying, I want you to be helpful with compassion. But how can we be helpful with compassion when we have not taken the time to acknowledge and to be able to see within our own selves that you have a flaw, that you yourself has something that you're struggling with? And the thing, the reason why I wanted us to be able to see this visually, this video, and to be able to hear this is because what has happened is we have now, we have shaped it in a form where we only acknowledge and we only try to look at, in reference to an open form of our day-to-day life, we only are looking at the things we're good at. We're only looking at how blessed we are. We're only looking at the, 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 the blessings of God or the peace of God or all of these happy and grateful things, which we should look at. I want you to acknowledge them. I want you to be able to see them. But I also want you to be able to acknowledge and to see and to work on those things that you are struggling with. And as we are doing this, I want us to understand that the the way that we are going to be able to do this next piece, which is to be able to have a clear vision to be able to effectively help our brother, is we have to be able to have someone that we can say, this is what my struggle is. So the question that I have is, who has clear vision in your life? Who is the one that you communicate with. Who's the one that you are able to be, which is a very, this word I'm about to use is a very strong word, but who is the one that you are able to be vulnerable with? Who's the one that you can say, this is what I'm struggling with. This is where my issue is. This is where my flaws is. I haven't perfected this. I'm still dealing with this. Who is the one that you can communicate with? Because what this also helps us to see in this verse, let's look at it again. I want, I want us to read, I'm gonna read it again because what this verse allows us to be able to see is something very powerful. Let's look at verse, listen to verse five again. You're being hypocritical and a hypocrite. Hear what he says. First, acknowledge your own blind spots and deal with them and then and then you'll be capable of dealing with the blind spots of your friend. What this says is that there is a pattern. The pattern is you deal with yours so you can help your brothers. You deal with yours so you can help your friends. You deal with yours so that you can be able to help someone else, which also says that the person that has the blind spot can't see that they have a blind spot. So they need someone to help them with their blind spot. So again, the question comes back to is, who do you have that you can be truthful and honest with? 
Because the thing is, the reason why this is so detrimental to our walk, to our life, to our relationships, to our business, to whatever we're doing, is because if we continue to hide the struggle and never deal with your struggle, then your struggle becomes bigger and non-controllable. You cannot control it. Then you have scenarios where you find people falling into things. You find people blowing up and doing crazy stuff. You find people doing all of these different things. Why? It's not because they were not anointed. No, 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 no. It's not because God did not call them. No, let's not. Let's get this out. Of the. It's not because they were never saved. No, it, the reality of it is, is they did not have anybody that they could go to and just be honest. They didn't have a person that they can go to that had clear enough vision to be able to see and to be able to help. That also helps us because if we go, if we as the person, we're, we're dealing with us, we're not dealing with anybody else, we're dealing with us. If we as the person that has the struggle does not go, well, I'll say this, if we as the person are going to someone Saying, listen, I need to find somebody that I can be truthful and honest with that can be able to help me with my struggle. Understand, sad to say, but understand, it's not sad to say, it's reality. Reality is you cannot go to everyone. You can't. You cannot go to every person or any, just, just a random person and say, hey, listen, man, this is what my struggle is. Can you help me? No, you can't do that. The reality, even in this scripture, how the Passion Translation allowed us to know or be able to see and to note is the Passion Translation brings out that it's a friend, meaning this is someone that I have a relationship with. In, in the King James Version, it, it, it denotes it or says it more like it, it's your brother dealing with the context of it's someone that walks with you in the realm of your, your religious beliefs, your religious group, your, your collective group, the, the group that you're connected with. It's that group of people that then you communicate this with. It's somebody in that group that you can say, this is what my struggle is. Can you help me get this thing out of my eye? Because because I'm acknowledging that there is an issue. I'm acknowledging that this is my struggle, but my struggle does not denote. My struggle does not wash away. Let me help this. My struggle does not say that I'm not anointed. My struggle does not say that I'm not a good person. My struggle does not say <laughs> my struggle does not say that I can't be a good husband. I can't be a good father. I can't be a good mother. I can't be a good wife. I can't be a good business owner. It, it, my struggle does not say that. No, that's not what my struggle says. My struggle says is I got a struggle. That, that, that's all my struggle tells me. My struggle says I have a struggle. I got something that I'm working through. I got something that I'm trying to get over. Now, I've been in, um, I would say, a blessed position because I have people that I have a best friend that I can be able to pour out on. I mean, just, I mean, open, transparent, um, you know, full nine yards. I could tell him any and everything. 
And the reality of this relationship is that even though I can tell him everything and anything that I'm struggling with, anything that I'm going through, the beauty of this is I don't have to worry about him looking at me differently. I don't have to worry about, I don't have to worry about him saying, oh man, you know, oh no, that man ain't saved. I, I don't have to worry about that. What, what, these are how my conversations goes with my best friend. Now I got my wife, we have great conversations and she does, she, she, she helps me as well. I got, I got a mentor. I can tell him things and he helps me as well. I, I have, I don't, I do have people that I trust with my vulnerability. So when I'm sharing with my best friend, hey man, this is a struggle that I have. This is my, this is our conversation. I pour out my heart. I remember there was a time where um, I was struggling in, in, this is, you know, some years back, I was struggling, um, me and my wife, we were struggling in our marriage. And I, it was a moment where me and her had an argument, I would say. And I was so mad. I was so angry. I was, I, I just had, I was so mad at the scenario and the situation that was going on. And so what I did was that, that I, when I, I left and got on the phone and I called my friend, I poured out. I mean, I let he let me let it all out. I let it all out. Everything that I could feel, all the things that I was thinking, how I felt the scenario came to be. I mean, I let the whole thing out and he listened to me. He let me pour it out. He let me be honest. Saying this for a reason. He let me be honest and transparent and vulnerable. But then this is what he did. He said, okay, I hear your heart. This is how we can fix this. Let's deal with the issue. What I hear is this. This is where you went wrong. This is what you need to fix. This is what you need to do. You need to go back home and you need to do this. Why? Why am I saying this? Because it's not, Jesus is not just sharing this and saying, I just need you to go and tell somebody your business. No. He's saying the way that you get this dealt with is that you have to first acknowledge that there is something there. And the reality of it is, is sometimes there are things that we cannot see that is there. We, we Sometimes we can't tell that there's something in our eye. That there's, there's times where, where you can't tell that your hair is out of place. Like right now, I'm, 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 you know, uh, I got a new little hairstyle that I'm doing, and and sometimes because of my, because it's it's, it's new and it's different, and and all of these different things that I'm doing, you know, I, I'll I'll feel like I'm good, and I'll go outside the house, and and then you know somebody will see me and they will be like, hey man, um, you know, not everybody, but the people that know that they can be able to say what they wherever they feel like they can say, they'll they'll be like, hey man, no, you need to fix that. You you got something in your head. Amen. No, that, that, that looks like it's out of place. Why? It's, it's because reality of it is, is I can't see this. I can't see it until I allow someone to be able to see it on, I, I, allow me to be able to see it until I exa- until I let someone else look at me and say, that's where your problem is. 
The other beauty is the other way that we're able to acknowledge and to be able to see it is like what the Bible says. The Bible says that this is the mirror. The Bible is the mirror, is the word. The word is a, is, is a mirror unto us. So when we're looking inside the word, the word shows us and says, hey, look, you got something in your eye. Hey, look, that, that, that you're struggling with that. But that takes us actually being inside the word. That takes us actually spending time with God. That actually takes us meditating and, and allowing God to be able to speak clearly unto us, showing us these are the things that you're struggling with. This is something that you're dealing with. There's, I mean, when I started this, when I was starting studying this context of conversation and he took me to this scripture, he took me to Matthew 7. I, I, I personally would say I fell upon Matthew's chapter 7. And as I'm reading Matthew's chapter 7, looking at this context, it immediately started to deal with me. And show me places in my own personal life where I have been judgmental, where I have judged others and not took the time to first acknowledge and examine my own self. And this is what God is saying. No, I need. And it, I, I, let me pause and say this. When he did that, this is when when he showed me that this is the scenario that you are dealing with. When he showed me through his word that this is what you're struggling with. This is the first thing I did. The first thing I did. First thing I did <laughs> was say, hey man, do, do I do this to you? I'm talking to my friends. Do you feel like I'm judgmental to you? Do you feel like I've done this to you? If you do, examine me. Show me. Help me to understand. Help me. Because if I am, my objective is I want to be right because I want to be able to effectively help somebody. And I cannot help you, those that are listening, those that are watching. I can't effectively help you if the areas that I in, in areas that you might be struggling in, that I'm struggling in, if I'm not acknowledging that I got to struggle, one, but then also getting the help that is needed for me to be able to get out the struggle. <laughs> There's this, this whole piece that Jesus is helping us with is let's deal with the first thing first. What's the first thing? You. Before them is you. The first thing first. Let's deal with you. And the way that we need to deal with you in the way that we need to be able to get the help that we need is we have to, we have to examine ourselves. We have to acknowledge that there is actually a struggle. There's something that I'm actually dealing with within me. There's a struggle that I have. But then on top of that, on top of my struggle, on top of my issue, on top of that, now I'm saying I'm examined, I've acknowledged, and now I'm asking for help. I'm asking for help. I, I, I examine, I say, hey, you know what? I found that I do. I found that I have a struggle. I, I examine, I, man, listen, I, I found, I, I realized this is some things though. Let's be real honest. Some things you don't have to dig too deep. Some things you just got to be truthful with yourself. Some things, you know, you struggle with. Like there's, I don't, I don't have to go and, and go deep into, you know, praying and trying to fast and all that, trying to find out, do, do I have a struggle eating? No, I don't. That's I don't have to go that deep. 
Do I have a struggle eating too much, eating too much sweets and eating things that are not good for me or not healthy for my body? For me to be able to be better and to live better and have a have a healthy fit body. That, that, that's not a that's not deep. That's practical. That's realistic. I don't have to go that deep to find that out. I don't have to, I don't have to go that deep to find out that I don't like to work. Like that, that's not that's not deep. That's a struggle, though. There's people that are struggling with things that we would consider as little, but there's things that people are struggling that are big. There's, there, there, it's not per se is one better than the other. No, 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 no. They're, they're all a struggle, no matter how you look at it. One person might be struggling because they eat too much, but another might, might be struggling because they watch too much, they watch too much perverted TV. I mean, everyone got a struggle. Hear, hear what I'm saying. We all have something that God is saying that you need to examine. Allow somebody to allow someone in your life that you can be vulnerable and honest with, that they can be able to help you get the plank out of your eye. We have to be able to do this so that then we can do what he says next. So again, I wanted to make sure I, I, I wanted to take the time to make sure that we all understood that what we need is to examine, to acknowledge, and then ask for help. Now, some of that is not by yourself. Some of that is with a friend. Hey, man, can you help me to examine? This is a struggle I got. I'm, 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 you know, do I do, do I do, you know, do you see something that, do you see, do you see an area in me that I need to have, that I need to work on? Can you, can you, can you help me? Because I, I, I want to be better. I, I want to grow. I want to develop. I want to do, I want to be where, where I'm supposed to be, walk the way I'm supposed to walk. Can you help me? And then when they tell you, don't, don't be, don't stray away. No, that's 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 what my issue is. That's what I'm struggling with. Sometimes it's it's as simple as, hey, I'm struggling with this. Can you help me? This is my struggle. Because the reality is, God does not want us walking around blind. And what I mean by blind, blind and ineffective to be able to effectively help people. This is what we're here for. We're here to help each other. So I want to say thank you for everyone that's on, everyone that is listening. Um, do me a favor before we end this, please make sure that you like this. If this has been a blessing unto you, um, if this has helped you in any form or fashion, please make sure that you be able to uh, like this, throw some hearts up, show me some love if this has been a help for you. Also, if this has been something that has impacted you through this conversation, again, you can make sure that you donate. Um, you can donate to the Cash App. You can donate to to the Vimo, or again, you can be able to mail it in. So again, thank you all for joining me on tonight on the Focus on Greatness podcast as we dealt with First Things First, part two. I love you all and thank you. And I'll talk to you next time right here on the Focus on Greatness every first and third Monday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. 
See you later. Bye-bye.